Ah, uh, yes. You hear that sound? That is the sound of a return off the layoff, a new edition, a socially distanced edition of the Los Ponies podcast. Welcome back, my friend. How you doing, Curtis? I'm a little older. Hair's a little longer. Yes. Your hair's still looking good. <laughs> Where are you getting your hair cut? Uh, you, you're just letting it grow out. It uh, still looks good. I, at this point, I'm 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 almost to the point where I'm gonna have the bank manager give it a cut. But I was one. I was lucky that I got a cut like the week of, the week of or the days before the the, the oh. whole lockdown. So I got I lucked out. I I think I got a haircut maybe three or four days before. The lockdown started. Yeah, see, mine's growing pretty long. I'm starting to look like the Tiger King guy. I'm like, I'm like going full mullet here. Uh, uh, but uh, my my wife does have some experience. When we fairly uh, first got married that year, uh, I moved to uh, Arizona to go to U of A. Uh huh. So we moved out together out there, and I didn't want to go searching for a barber, and I didn't care how my hair looked at that point because I wasn't, you know, I was just going to school and work and whatever. So I was like. We just bought some clips. I'm like, just cut my hair. I don't care how it looks. Yeah. So she cut it for a good, I want to say a good half a year. She would cut it maybe, you know, once a month or whatever. Uh, and I joked with her. I was like, you might have to dust up some clippers and, 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 and give it a try this time around. But I think I can still go another two, three, three weeks. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to have to work with here. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's just a crazy time right now. But, you know, stuff's starting to open up slowly but surely here. Yeah. But we'll see where, thankfully... LaSalle's been able to uh, keep running, and uh, it's kind of been hard on me because I have to work harder than ever with yes. all the influx of horses uh-huh. we've been getting. I've been having to do full <laughs> fields for the past three weeks, but uh, yeah, it's good for LaSalle. You're telling me I've, I've been doing 10 race comments for every every race. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, you had to take over the responsibilities <laughs> for Burgart. And how is it being alone on the set? Oh, that's Is it hard not being able to bounce off somebody? Yes, or? well... In that sense, it's, it's it's fun to have someone next to you because it makes it more fun, right? More fluid. It, mm-hmm. You get more more interaction. And right now, it's more pretty much straightforward. Um, uh, I don't have a Caleb or, or Dave uh, to kind of bounce back off. But, uh, you know, our, even though I'm here, our, our audio is not corrected. It's not connected directly. So if you see me, if you see me on air and you see me kind of grab a remote, that's because I'm muting the TV. Oh, so okay. I'm using the t- the regular TV channel to hear their audio, so I know when I'm I'm getting the throat to me because our audio is not connected because of how this the program is currently run, so I can't hear them through my ear and they can't hear me. So it's more of a, I'm just listening through the TV. I mute and then I take over. Yeah, because just from all I have seen, like you had to bounce off what well, you go after Chris. Yes, and then you throw to Rona like right before the race. Yeah, so it's we we kind of got a system now. Uh, depends on you know what other races we're we're covering through TVG, uh, but usually I, I get it either for the parade and then do an analysis before right before the gate, uh, and then after Chris Wade does the in house as well. So right now we're I mean we're just glad to be racing and be able to work and 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 get it going. So thankfully it's it's going pretty smooth. Yeah, luckily um, we we're talking about it just a second before uh, we went on here. Luckily not a lot's changed for me or my wife. Um, you know, I was able to still uh, work up here. They told mm-hmm. me I could work from home, mm-hmm. and uh, I did it one night. 
uh-huh. and I, I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> like just trying to get the margins for yeah, thoroughbreds yeah. and stuff. I was like, okay, I'm going back to work uh, on. It was a Saturday, and that was only because it was my wife's birthday. Okay, and I intended to go to Las Vegas that week. I already had it planned uh, that we we're gonna go that week. She's an April girl, right? Yep. Yes. And it was uh, April. It was April fourth, and uh, we were supposed to be in Vegas there, but with the shutdown and everything, I I called my backup Ellis, and uh, I I told him, you know what, I'm just gonna work it anyway, and. So I stayed home, but it, it was too tough, and yeah, she uh, just became a teacher as well. So uh, even though there's no school, they do a lot of stuff online. online so yeah. we've been uh, pretty lucky in that sense. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm an April baby as well, obviously. Uh, I had planned a Vegas trip as well. So uh, obviously, that's, you know, we're, we're, you know, a lot of our state is shut down, and it's, it's taking it pretty hard. But Vegas, I mean, I mean that Vegas is pretty much built on tourism yeah, and gambling i mean if there's one one city and one state that's taking it hard it's it's got to be vegas yeah you always see the mayors is dying for vegas to open and they oh, want to be like the they want to be like the guinea pig for reopening I've seen uh, like, america she's trying i see like these uh these reports of how they're building like plastic dividers to put on the, on the <laughs> I, poker I did tables see that, like, yeah How's that even going to work? Uh, I guess if uh, you're sick enough to generate, you're going <laughs> to put up with uh, a little bit of plastic in your way just so you can get back out there and throw some cards down. Well, uh, I'm just glad to be back here uh, another week in a racing at Los Lamitos. Uh Thankfully, things are, are still going well here, and that, that's good for the people that are, are working and have to take care of these horses day in, day out. So shout out to all the people that make the things go behind the scenes. Um, hopefully, we, we'll keep uh, running smoothly, but... Did you ever, in your wildest dreams, think that the Los Alamitos pick four would average would average three hundred thousand, and at one point hit over four hundred and forty thousand uh, dollars? That was absolutely insane to see that. And I even threw out a tweet, and some guy gave me crap about it. But I was like, <laughs> I, I put in the tweet, I get <laughs> the circumstances yes. we're going through right now, but it was just something like I never, even when we hit three hundred thousand, I, I still didn't think we would get yeah. to four hundred thousand, but. Like we said before, the the competition's been really good, and and the amount of horses uh, that have been coming into Low Sal has uh, really spiced everything up. They've been full cards the whole way through. But yeah, it's a it's a really big time uh, for Low Sal right now. Uh, Santa Anita, I think, is is coming back. I believe what they say, the fifteenth, hopefully, is, is what they're shooting for. Yeah. So uh, I think you got a couple more weeks here uh, of these of these big fields uh, before. Sandy can hopefully start get back up and running. You know, I don't want to see them, you know, shut down at all. You no. know, we're all, we're all in this together yes, we have. Uh, through California, mm-hmm. and uh, right now it's good for us. But um, I also want to see them open up as soon as they yeah, can. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good people that that we know that work over there and take care of the horses, and you know, horsemen go back and forth. Horses are stable exactly. here that train over there and vice versa. Uh, so uh, yeah, and if they can get back and rolling, that that'll be good news for for the entire economy and the, the the state of people exactly here in california so getting back to business uh we're back off the layoff and we had to come back for the trials i mean mm-hmm. this is this is what uh we were kind of waiting for but uh we're recording this on this uh saturday friday night we had two maiden events they're pretty solid and uh i feel like both of those races might prove to be key races because there was a lot of good breeding and there was a lot of good horse in that race in those both of those races uh, what did you think of last night's maiden winners? 
Uh, the the Odell horse, um, it was a good reason runner, correct? Yes. Well, it was sold for like 100000 100000 at the Little South Center. And uh, just went overlooked. Yes. And I think maybe that's because Odell's been very quiet lately. Uh -huh. I think even in these trials. Yes. Uh, we don't see a lot of him, and we didn't see a lot of Robbins runners show up in the kindergarten uh, trials, even though he's been on fire. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that was pretty competitive, so we'll see uh, how that race comes out underneath that Odell runner. I think last year Mike Robbins went like two for two or three for three for the first two-year race of the year. This year he topped it. He went four for four. Yeah, he's got, you know, when you have Reliance Ranches backing you, they're, they're breeding the best, they're buying the best. Uh, I mean, just uh, with stock alone, he, he's, he's got all the, the cards, really, you know. And they're so well prepared as far as mentally. You don't see his horses being very green. Yeah, one thing I noticed is that he started every single horse. I, um, I'm pretty sure. I want to say almost every two-year-old has started with a flipping Big halter, halter on yes. already. Like yeah. he's just putting the rig on. And I see a, a lot more horses uh, around here because we've said over in Remington, every horse, Texas, in every the, race almost. Yeah, they list the horses that aren't running with yeah, flipping halters. Yeah. And here uh, we don't use them as much, but you're starting to see that trend develop. And um, one that I. One that escaped me, uh, the, the Mike Robbins were pretty straightforward, but one of the two-year-old winners during the early in the season that escaped me and I overlooked was Amante Rosa, first-time shooter that had a flipping hunter. He was the only horse in the race with a flipping hunter, and I completely overlooked it. And, of course, he broke best, and he won like at 6, 7, 8 to 1, something like that. I think, was that Oreo, the one that's in? It might be Oreo. I, I think it's Oreo, the one that we'll see uh, later on in the in the kindergarten card. But yeah, that's that's one thing. Uh, a strength of Monty and I think Landolfo Diaz, they can get their horses out of the gate. They they get them to break pretty quick. All right, Sunday night, ten total races, eight trials for the Robert A. There Kindergarten Futurials, uh, Futurity Trials. Each trial has eight runners set to go, but they already double. We're gonna go around the hook here. Race number one, four and a half furlongs, conditional claimers, twenty five hundred for the Phillies and mares. We got a field of six runners set to go. Who'd you like here? Going to the four, Knight of Idiots here, first time off the claim for Brian Cunningham. Um, they, they keep it at the claim level. Jonathan Wong brought this horse down from Golden Gate, and it just didn't have a lot of early quickness, but I thought finished pretty nicely, saving ground around the turn, and then rallied up the rail, only lost by a, a length and a quarter. So one of our big uh, angles we always preach at Los Al is, is the second start over the nighttime track where they, they need a, a little bit of time to get uh, sharpened to that early speed. So... Uh, as long as he can improve this horse and it, and it gets uh, into the mix a little quicker, I think can show a, a good late kick and, and pop it, a, you know, maybe second choice here. That was Sophie Cinch last night, last time out. Was it? I think it was Sophie Cinch. So that's like one of her lone losers? Yeah, I mean, she's on fire. <laughs> Sophie Cinch is like, she's like probably giving out 15 picks. She's probably 13 and 2. Yeah. Somewhere like there. She's been terrific. Uh, I like how the one guy was like, oh, he picks all, like, better than you, Dave. He's like, picks better than all handicappers. <laughs> True. Well, even one time, me and uh, me and Sophie squared off in the same race, and she beat me by a nose. Uh, was that with your lock? Yes, with lo oh, lock versus man. cinch. And it was the last race of the night. Um, I forget what horse it was, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was one of those races where Rick... It came down. Oh, now I remember. It was the Carlos Gonzalez horse that broke to the gate. It was my cinch. He was dropping into a claiming event. Um, the two horse, I think. And then Sophie was on the outside with uh, Valentin and Moody first time off the claim. Mines broke to the gate, but they still duked it out. Yeah. It was a good race, and they 
BB Winos. Oh, you definitely would have got it if your horse didn't break through the gate. <laughs> I don't know about that horse. <laughs> At that point, I mean, uh, I mean, Sophie's too hot. I don't know if, if even if he would have broken to the gate, I don't know if I would have won. Yeah, but I do agree. Uh, Weaver needs to get her to, to root a little more during a horse. <laughs> That's the best part of horse racing exactly. is rooting. She's, she's just watching with a stone-cold like, stare on her like, face. Uh, she got so used to, to <laughs> winning that she's like, oh, this whatever. I'll yeah, get whatever. All right, so you're going with that night and idiots there. Second time, Angle at LaSalle. First time off the claim for Brian Cunningham. Uh, Brian Cunningham has been on a good roll in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go 5-6-4. I'll give the 5 louder California the check mark here for Valentin Zamudio. Didn't get the best of trips last night out, but still uh, was able to keep on uh, rolling for a good third, and I think that one could be uh, the best closer, uh, actually one of the best closer in this field because we expect Natty Adias to be closing as well. But uh, she tends to run a big effort, uh, good effort almost every single time. She tends to bring it. You got Edgar Payers to stick aboard. So I'm going to go 5-6-4, five, 5-6-4 six, four. Five, six, four in race number one. Yeah, I like uh, Louder California there for second. Uh, I'm always going to be closing there. Uh, I thought just sat too close uh, for Louder California last time out and then takes a little bit of a class drop there. And then I'm going to go to the three, two-timing Lucy. I'm uh, going to have to contend with the one horse there, but uh, is just a real gamer and also takes a little bit of a class drop, and Goosey's been on fire lately. So I'll go four, five, three. All right, second race, we're going to go around the hook once again. This spot, a 1,000 yards. Uh -oh. That familiar uh, sound. That, that, that beautiful sound. Lock of the night, it's not me, it's you, but... On a trials night, you're going with the lock in a thoroughbred race? I want to get some early money. That way we have some money to splurge there in those late races for the trials. I'm going with the one horse, Lucky Romano here. I love to play Lorenzo Ruiz on the rail. It's like Alamon on the rail to me. It's like <laughs> it's always a good sign when he's down in there and you can get those white and blue silks uh, down going through there along the inside. Uh, last time out, I uh, just broke a bit slow, I thought, and still got into the mix. I was only a length off, drifted out around the turn, and still finished pretty well. Only lost by a length there. I'm going to go with the second time Los Al Angle and uh, the Antonio Mahara ownership with Lorenzo Ruiz and uh, Efren Hernandez have been a deadly combination. So I like the 7-2, to two and hopefully we can get through with our lock of the night. I, I, that's my check mark. I agree. This one broke a bit slowly last time out, but then kind of gathered his rhythm, moved up into second there, entering the turn. Then went up a bit wide and got uh, got second behind Speedy Gigi. Um, I thought it was a good effort despite not getting away all that well. So I'm with you. I, I like the one lucky Romano. I'm gonna go one three five here. Mayan Warrior comes out of the same race as Lucky Romano, and that one also didn't have the best of trips in that event. And still, this one finished about a length and a half behind Lucky Romano, but it was showing good energy in that event. So uh, Steve Knapp, second time over the nighttime mobile here for Mayan Warrior, and then the five, Red Valor, who uh, can show speed here for Val Brinkenhoff. You get the hustling Ramon Guse, who has been on a good roll here to start 2020. So one, three, five for me in race number two. Yeah, like uh, one, five, and the three as well. Um, I think uh, Red Valor will be out there with Goose. Uh, should be out in front early, uh, even though it's uh, making the first time at Santa Anita, but shortens up here from uh, six furlongs to four and a half. That's uh, just under uh, a thousand yards, really. That's so why I'm just gonna put it in thoroughbred terms, and and then the three Mayan Warrior there for Steve Knapp again. Second start at Los Al and had to angle wide there after getting bumped at the start. Should improve second time. All right, race number three, the first division of uh, eight trials here for the Robert Adair Kindergarten Futurity. Three hundred yards is for every single uh, trial here, and there's a lot of talent. 
I think there's every every race. I, I don't think there's a. There might be one standout maybe later in the in the card, but I think every trial is competitive. I think we have we have different ways of going in each and every trial, and I think it's going to be uh, making for a good uh, a good sequence throughout here. So race three, first trial. Who did you like? Going with the price. Going with the three. Flashback here uh, uh, for Jaime Gomez. I love the second work on this horse uh, on April 11th there. Worked against JetBlue Dashes, uh, another horse we'll see later for Jaime. Uh, but broke a bit awkward, was only down about half a length, I'd say, and finished out pretty well. Won by a nose, but I like the energy that this horse finished with, and the dams dropped a lot of uh, runners checking back here at Los Al. And Jaime likes to win those early trials while the sun is still out. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to go with the price here, number three flashback. Well, we're in agreement that Jaime Gomez is going to start off hot. Because I like the eight, the other Jaime's training. <laughs> He's holding like, all the cards. <laughs> but I like the three for second. I like 8-3-1 in that order. 8-3-1. Okay. So a flashback there, uh, I do agree with that drill. A good drill working in company 12-30 with a horse that I really like later on tonight. So we'll talk more about that one. But um, I like La Jaconde on the outside for Jaime Gomez and the Balco Racing Team. Uh, didn't break all that well, but still finished with plenty of good run there. Uh, kind of broke in there. And uh, I feel like maybe on the outside draw here tonight, tonight she can get a clean path to run. So I'll go 8-3-1. And yes, the dam of the three flashback, she was a debut winner. So maybe a, a early win breeding there for the three. So 8-3-1 for me in the first division. Yeah, we got the same numbers. I uh, like three on top. I like the eight uh, just by that uh, finishing move this horse is making and draws the outside post. And then the one argumentative I thought uh, looked pretty uh, solid there in the April 14th work. Uh, broke in but was quick early. And uh, one of about two and a half, but I kind of like to stay away from horses on the rail. But sometimes, if the the talent's there, you just got to go with them. So, three, eight, one. Well, you'll like this note. The one is a full sibling to Tuffy. Oh, I can't name all the ones that uh, <laughs> that we've helped uh, boast the the pages for Doc. You know, Tuffy. But, there it is. A full. Same, uh, yeah, full. Yeah, full to Tuffy. So you got to support that one. Of you course. Uh, Hardlining and chick assist, it's all from the same yeah. hard-hitting, uh, uh -huh. uh, toughy line. They're all kind of short, compact horses, uh, your, your uh, prototypical quarter horse. Race number four, second division, 300-yard event once again. Field of eight set to go. I think we're going to go our separate ways here. I'm interested to see who do you like here in race number four. Going to the number four? Yes, we're going, we're going our separate ways. Okay. <laughs> Going to the four, high, high hopes here uh, for Paul Jones. Howard Rangel up uh, uh, in the irons. You know, it's very weird here being without Ayala. Yes. Who, uh, w did you get to, I heard he maybe hurt his ankle. Yes. Has to have so surgery. I or? He, was, he was walking off the, back to the jockey room and I heard him tell Paul Jones, um, I hurt my ankle, I hurt my ankle. And that was before they even announced the jockey change. Yeah. I just heard it just sitting on the desk. Uh, but I didn't see what happened or what happened. I thought, I really didn't really think it was nothing serious because he was just he was limping he obviously said it, he hurt his ankle he was limping but uh, then it turns out he's not entered on friday saturday or sunday right so maybe it was a pretty serious thing i don't know any updates uh but yeah it's 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 kind of weird not having ayala riding tonight yeah it was crazy because i mean that would have been paul's go-to guy and but yeah just uh, he was coming back during the post parade and i thought well that's weird maybe he's just sick because that's usually uh, the case when they do that but anyway i'm going to the four high high hopes here uh in the april 4th drill just uh, broke quick and it was out finished by bobby mcgee um uh, a horse that really looks nice for paul jones i believe is in the last trial of the night but that horse is making uh, its third work actually so 
Uh, I'm not down too much on, on uh, high, high hopes getting outworked there. And then the debut broke out, and I thought finished willingly there from the outside against Genetics, who's uh, one of the top uh, qualify or top horses uh, that should qualify for these kindergarten trials. I thought still finished a, a good second there, dead heating with he's fired up, and I like the post draw. So uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of a price. I'm going to go with the inside runner, BF Alfus. Paul Jones here, uh, trainee. Uh, who was uh, purchased for twenty six thousand in Los Alicoins? So, I thought that twelve fifty drill was better than luck. The debut was okay, um, kind of broke out there, had to be corrected by the rider. Ended up finishing fourth in that event. But uh, you know, th this one has some a full sibling that was pretty solid, earned over two uh, two hundred forty five thousand, and I feel like maybe second time you're gonna see some improvement. The Paul Jones barn has shown more improvement second time out than really firing first time out. I agree. I think in the last couple of years. Uh, so I, I project good improvement from the inside post. So this is going to be my mid-price play of the night here, BF Alfus. I'm going to go one, three, two. Uh, I will use the four high hopes if, if the Superfecta prices are seem okay in fourth. But I like the one, three, two. Diva this for Hector Magallanes had worked 12:30. Uh, ended up running second by a nose in that uh, event back on April 10th. And then the two political babble uh, coming in from. Uh, Remington Park, uh, that that debut two starts ago was I think better than the luck last time out. Just draw a line through effort, kind of hopped at the start. But we can see maybe a good ride here uh, on the two. So I'm going to go one three two here in race number four. I do like the two political babble for second. Um, the f debut race there in the fraternity trial at Remington. I think uh, that was a pretty good race. Kingdom Cartel was a well-regarded runner in there, and then the third place finisher Peeves Blue Duck came back to actually win. And then the next race just hopped at the start. So draw a line through that. Uh, thing is, this horse is coming in with some experience. It hasn't yet to break, but uh, you know maybe third time's the charm. A little change of scenery can get this horse out of the gate. And then I'm going to go to the 6, 15 to 1 morning line. Cool chick. Uh, in that second drill, just bobbled at the start. Uh, was clear early and won by about half a length. I think she could have gone faster, but it's a very well-bred runner. And I like to bet cool, cute chick uh, babies. And I think is the best out of the outside runners. And we've seen uh, Fies Gonzalez uh, yes. hit at a price in the last two-year-old seasons. There's been some two-year-olds that of his that have been like maybe 10, 15 to 1. Uh, and then they open it up like a 3 to 1. Yes. First click, right? So hopefully if my <laughs> horse gets bet down first click, that'll be a good sign. So I'm going to go 1, 3, 2. And I'll go 4, um, let's see. 4, 2, 6. 4, 2, 6. All right. Race number 5. Uh, $2 pick six begins here in the fifth race. Again, this is a uh, third division, another field of eight, another field of eight, 300 yards here. Are you going with experience or are you going with uh, one of the two two-year-olds in this event? I'm going uh, I'm going with the experience here, right. uh, the horse you were talking about earlier. I'm going with Oreo. Yeah. Uh, That's the one. You see, eight to one. Yeah. Flipping halter. Eight to one and got the job done. Yeah. Monty's been on fire this year. I mean, he's, he's already won a fraternity and uh, I think he ran second in the Oklahoma Derby, won the Oklahoma Fraternity. So Monty, I think, has really blown up this year. And uh, Oreo was just uh, pretty professional, just broke in a bit, drifted in, but uh, went clean throughout. And I think uh, having a race under its belt and being the only winner in here uh, gives Oreo the edge. Uh, you know, Oreo there definitely looks like a top contender based on that debut win there back on April 19th. I'm going to pick him for second. I'm going to go with the first time shot the eight just thinker here by Kitty up out of Totfully here. Worked 1310 on March 31st, and then you see a 
Live bulb go up, right? 1230. Second drill. Big improvement. Looked well there in the in that drill on April 14th. She kind of broke in there, but leveled out with smooth strides. Was asked there, but still, uh, she got the job done there in a good time. Her dam was a debut winner as well. So I'm going with the outside, just thinker. I'm a little bit worried about drifting out. Some two-year-olds tend to do that, but mm -hmm. I like what I saw in the drill. So I'm going to go 8-4, and then the long shot is going to be the 6, Cosmopolitan. Uh, Jaime Gomez, Bobby Cox, uh, off slowly in that uh, debut run. Oscar Andrade Jr. stays, stays aboard. Uh, this one had worked 1240 prior for the drill. Oscar Andrade has been, I mean, he's already riding out, you know, he's not riding the best stock. He's riding long shots, but he's getting them right there. Second, third, uh, he's he's riding well. Definitely. So, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, pretty. it's got to be exciting to be able to ride for a barn like Jaime Gomez that you know is going to have good stock, good materials, and he's got them out here on the six. Yeah, he's just jumped in. He's already riding for all the top bar. He's, you know, and it, he's not getting locked into one. No. But it, he's not just riding for uh, his mom, Elena, no. or his Aunt Angie either. So that's how you know, like, everybody's picking up on him. And I think last night he missed out on that mount on the, the uh, Scott Willoughby runner, Monopolist. Uh-huh. Because he, had, he rode for his mom, I think, last night in that same race. And Vinny was riding the other Scott Willoughby. Yeah. And Erasmo Gasca was riding that. I think... If he doesn't ride for his mom, he would have been riding that Monopolis. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's the way tough. it goes sometimes. Yeah, but as we've seen, you know, he'll, like what, he picked up Circle City it's last like year city, yeah. and almost won a fraternity when yeah. Vinny chose, uh, yeah. who did Vinny choose? Uh, Wasn't it, who's, who's the horse? Up you, and Adam, up and Adam. Up and Adam, when Adam. he chose yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So it's give and take. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you just got to, you got to make business decisions. That's it. And speaking of up and Adam, Vinny... Last night, the one he was riding was a full to up and at him. Oh, really? So I think that's why they were going on the oh, rating. Oh, so I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it cost Vinny again because Monopolis looked huge. Impressive. <laughs> he was gal. He, he ate up that Odell I mean, runner there yeah. in like the last 50 yards. But I mean, Odell, the Odell runner looked like a winner out of the gate. I couldn't believe it. He looked like a winner, right? Yeah. And to see Monopolis make up that ground to catch him and still pull up away from him, that was impressive. Yeah, the, I think everybody was watching for the inside horse yes. to be the, the horse to beat Odell. And uh, when Odell got out, it looked like he was just gone. Yeah. The Monopolist just ran him down. Uh, that's, I, I mean, I, I think Gasca is probably at the barn every morning. Can I keep this man? Uh, yeah, this yeah. This and I he's on the me. comeback, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Gasca's a solid rider. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so he definitely deserves any mount he gets. So race five, I'll go eight, four, six. I'll go four on top. And then uh, I'm going to go five, Leah Carroll, uh, drawn right next the to, other one, yeah. to uh, Mania Rosa there. Uh, broke in at the start on uh, April 4th there and uh, cleared quickly and went clear throughout over Bubba, who uh, ran a nice second on debut. So I'm just hoping being drawn next to Oreo can kind of uh, carry the five uh, to a straight path and maybe a better finish there. And then the eight, Just Thinker. I agree, this horse uh, looks pretty good. Broke in and bobbled. Uh, Vinny did urge the horse, but drew off by four. Mm -hmm. I had the same concerns you do. Uh, although we talk a lot that we want the outside. Yeah. Uh, in babies, sometimes it can be a detriment. And I think uh, there's a few guys like Vinny. Uh, little Oscar, I think, uh, needs to learn how to keep horses in on the outside. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Ulysses going. I think Ulysses like two to five if he's on the by outside the way, to go outside. By the way, where's Ulysses? Uh, that I don't know. You, you're going to have to ask uh, James Glenn probably because I see that. Jimmy's been putting uh, some other riders yeah, aboard. I mean, he, so. I don't think he's ridden this year. So, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I haven't heard okay. any stories yeah, I don't if he's know, injured, I don't know if he's injured or, anything. or anything. Yeah. But So that's what I'm going to go with, four, five, eight. All right, race number six, the fourth division here of the Kindergarten Futura Trials. Still plenty of two-year-olds to go, plenty of trials to go. 300 yards. Again, we have one, two, 
Actually, we have about five first-time starters. Who'd you go here in race six? I'm going with the experience. Uh, I'm going to go with Jet Wings 1. Yeah. Uh, I think Jet Wings 1 and Genetics uh, were two of the most impressive two-year-olds uh, that we had seen so well, who far. Holds the, who holds the fastest time? Is uh, it, is I believe it? it's Jet Wings 1 I with think the 15.59. Tenth is uh, Genetics. Yeah, she went 15.73. Okay, so yeah. So Jet Wings 1 put up uh, the fastest time so far and, and uh, stumbled when he came out of the gate and broke in and still uh, put up that time. And if this horse can just improve a little bit, uh, I think uh, deserves to be uh, the top horse in here and will definitely qualify. Yeah, Dan, uh, owner and breeder Dan Moon definitely has a nice one here. And this Idaho bred by AC Jet One out of Wayward Wings. I agree. I think Jet Win One is the horse to beat. Um, the one that could fire a big effort, Garda the Cash from that inside post. Um, Bradbury, Bradbury Racing owned here, 1210 on April 14th. Um, I wonder where the Garda name comes from. Are they speak? Are they talking about those cash money trucks, the Garda trucks? Isn't that what they're called? Oh, I don't know. Like the ones that come in the, and pick up the money. Like that's Garda? probably what it is. Garda the cash. <laughs> if, maybe? if you've seen it, uh, so, so one to nine. That's so, what it so is. So maybe are they are they predicting that this one's going to be a, a big money earner? Earner. Uh, it's definitely put up Ooh, some good works. Yeah, uh, I like that twelve twenty twelve ten drill. So I'm going to go four one, and then the seven. All things considered. This was my first lock two-year-old of the year that night on April 19th. I worked very impressively 12.30. Didn't break all that well, but still finished strongly. But the time was a little bit slow in 16.03. But I still think there's plenty of room to improve. So I'm going to go one, 417 here, 417 for me in race six. Yeah, I went uh, the seven for second as well. Kind of my same feelings. Uh, went 16.03. But I think there's a lot of room for improvement and getting off the inside and going to the seven. I think it's drawn in between uh, two slower horses there um, in the six and eight. I, I think we'll do this horse well, can improve second time. And then I'm going to go to the one guarded the cash. Uh, the horses looked really good in both drills, uh, but is drawn along the inside. I kind of think Paul's saying that this is a good horse because uh, this is one of the few ones that Nicasio is getting aboard yeah. for. So uh, that means this horse is really live, but I still went for uh, the experience factor and in the inside, I put him third. All right, so 417 for me? 471. Race number seven, the start of the late pick four here. Fifth division, another field of eight. We got one, two, only two first time starters, a five and the eight here. We got plenty of horses with experience. What do you like here? I'm going with your horse. Yes. Going with the four, strange fellow. Uh, I, I, I know you got the, the, the was, sentimental pick was here. This, was this a lock of the night? I don't know if I was That I don't know. Night. It was a sing definitely a single. It was a single that day. Don't I just don't know. Well, you have to stand behind your sales pick. You got to single oh, it. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> night. I mean, first time out, I singled it. I, I, I think I singled it that night on April 5th. Um, but, yeah, I, just, I mean, if, if there was one horse that I wanted to buy at the sale, given that the price was not going to be too high, and it's going to like the breeding, blah, blah. Yeah. And I actually thought that this horse might go up maybe 50, 60. Junior's quarter horses got him for 22. I was surprised there was no RNA on this one. I think it was just the, the separate interest factor. I just so. unproven sire. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's what made this horse for uh, sell for under what, what a lot of people thought that the horse would go for. And yeah, and the, the fact that Doc didn't buy it back at only 22,000. Uh, junior quarter horses, we'll, we'll see. Maybe got a little steal here. But it, it had looked really good from the works. Yep. And uh in the debut, uh, bumped at the start, shifted out, and bumped once again. But I thought uh, finished really well. Yeah, he didn't o quit. Yeah, only lost by three quarters uh, to the hot Mike Robbins runners. 
So uh, I think with a cleaner start, could definitely be there in the end. Yeah, I definitely thought that was one of the stronger, as far as quality fuels, one of the stronger maiden fuels early in the year that we had. Yeah. Uh, if you look at maybe you know four or five hours, you know, all those runners in that field could come back to run really, really, really well. So uh, did not single today in this spot, but I did give him the check mark. Uh, adds a flipping halter for the first time, so we can see improvement uh, definitely for Strange Fellow. But it's a pretty good uh, contentions group. I went four three seven here. The three top model had worked 12.10 on March 21st, uh, bumped from the inside post, just never really fired. We didn't get to see what she could truly do. She gets off the rail tonight, and I think that could be beneficial. You get harder on head here to ride tonight. And then the seven college scandal, Juan Alleman, uh, we, know, uh, we know that that mare is from our generation, right, Fovey. Yeah. We were kind of, you know, she was, she was uh, very, very good on the racetrack, and that's kind of uh, some of the era of quarter horses that really... We remember more vividly here during our, our years. Alamon uh, has, like, him and Paul have probably the top track record of getting horses, their babies, that, yes. that they like, ended up racing. I, at this point, they feel like, I feel like they feel like teachers, right? Because they get like, oh, I used, I used to train your mom. Welcome exactly. to class. Welcome to class, little man. Right? Yep. That's how I feel. Because they go, and, and that that kind of tells you a story about how they, they trust what they train and they trust what they breed. Right? Yeah. They come back and they come back to their own bloodlines and they support them. And I think this one could be one of the good ones as well. So, 437 for me here in race number seven. Going 4 7, then I'll go to the outside of uh, the seven here, going to Master K Roll mm -hmm. from Landolfo Diaz. Kind of wacky breeding out here. Natova's uh, Prince here with an oak tree special mare. Mexico bread. <laughs> yeah. But I thought the horse, uh, you know, drew or uh, worked pretty well on April 14th. Drew off by two lengths, and Ayala didn't even ask the horse uh, where it's going to ride here and draws outside college scandal, who's who's a main threat. So hopefully that pulls him along to the line. Uh, I agree. I, th I think this is a 4 3 7 8 type of race. It's trying to get enough coverage if I was kind of playing this pick four. Probably 40, 3, 4, 7, and 8 here uh, with the check mark going to Strange Fellow. All right, race number 8, the 6th division, another field of 8. And in this race, we have one lone first time shutter towards the inside post. And that's actually uh, the workout partner of College Scandal in race number 7. So College Scandal on that April 2nd workout worked in partnership with this one, A Political J Kite. And look at that breeding. Some of my favorite breeding. You must ever. be drooling uh, already, they, right? They've been so good to my pockets. <laughs> I mean, this breeding is just it's just money in the bank to me. By a political guest out of Chalalita. 12.20 on April 2nd. Did you pick the one or did you go somewhere else? I went to the 8. I went to Farouk. <laughs> All right. I got bumped at the start in the debut. Lugged out early, but I thought I uh, finished pretty well uh, from down there along the inside. But uh, this horse galloped out really well. And it uh, goes from the inside all the way to the outside post. So with a little cleaner start, I, I love the way this horse finished. And uh, we'll see if he can show that light kick once again. As much as I, you know I love that breeding, and it's been well to my pocket, I picked him for second. Okay. I gave the experience edge to the seven fly to coop just because just nicely bred. They played 250000 I felt like this one was going to get better with racing because that was the night that this one raced against Strange Fellow and mm -hmm. SCD was Cartelman. This one ended up finishing third, but found his best strike late, and I feel like that experience is going to prove to be key. Uh, so I, I think this one's going to move forward, uh, fly the Coupe. So I'm going to go 7-1-8, 7-1-8, Farouk there, uh, Jose Flores on the outside. Bumped at the break, lugged out, and, and finished for second behind Eagle Empire. Uh, but switching to the outside here tonight, you got Ibring Lara to stay aboard. 
owned and trained by Jose Flores. So seven, one, eight for me in race number eight. Yeah, I like the seven for second there. Was making up ground uh, after a little bit of trouble there at the start uh, against Strange Fellow and SC Diva Cartel Man. And then I'm going with the one, a political Jay Kite, uh, a political Jess Chalalita. Uh, this horse looked exactly like uh, he was bred. Looked quick from mm -hmm. from the. Uh, from the uh, works we saw, and I think uh, the the earlier that you can bet Chalalita horses, uh, the better. The better, uh, because uh, usually the longer the distances go on, they they tend to, to weaken. Yeah. But you get them quick early. Yes, for sure. All right, there's two races left. You know what time it is? The late daily double. Late daily double time here on Trials Night. And oh, also, finally! The lock of the night. Made you wait. <laughs> I made you wait, but we have arrived to the time, and I'm going. To the inside runner, Jet Blue Dash. Oh, perfect. Jet Blue Dash here, 12.30. This one worked in company with that, uh, was it Backtrack in race three? It flashback. was. Yeah, flashback. flashback. So this one worked in company with Flashback. So that third race, that first trial, could give us an indication maybe mm -hmm. to what to expect. But I like Jet Blue Dash here. Worked along the, along the inside of uh, Flashback there. Uh, ended up working in company in, in, in 12.30. But this is a half sibling to the world champion Blues Girl too. You go back some pretty good, good breeding lines. And I think the the drill kind of tipped the hand, and this one could have some run. Uh, Jaime Gomez can get him ready to go. They paid twenty two thousand for this one at the Los Al sale. You get CD Horses Incorporated now the owners, um, and I feel like we can have a big race here from the inside post. The inside post always could be tricky. But I like the workout. I like the breeding. Lock of the night. Jet Blue Dash. I'm gonna go one, four, and seven. Yeah, I went. I gave the nod to the four unstoppable one, um, just for the experience factor, and it gets off the rail into the four post. Um, but lugged out there past the eighth pole and still held well there and went off the favorite that day. The time wasn't that great, but I still think uh, it has a lot of room for improvement there. I like the one Jet Blue Dash because I like Flashback, uh, the horse we talked about earlier. Again, watch to see how that one does. Uh, but, you know, broke really well in the April 11th, then just got caught at the wire, which gives me a little bit of reservations, um, but is really well bred and draws along the inside there. And then I'm going to go to the seven, Thin Lizzie. Um, lugged out early, lugged out late in the debut effort, and still only lost by a nose. So as long as Oscar can keep this horse uh, straight, keep it going like straight as an arrow right down through there, and uh, can knock off a little bit of that greenness with uh, some of the improvement, hopefully maybe Angie's changed a bit or two on this horse, I, I think is the better of the outside horses. All right, so lock of the night for me, Jet Bull Dash, four and seven underneath. So one, four, seven for me here in race number nine. Four, one, seven for me. All right, race number 10, the final trial of the evening. Question for you. Up to this point, actually, bef even before before race, so through race eight, eight, right? Two more races left to go. Mm -hmm. Race nine. Let's say we're at race nine. I have my lock, and we have one of the most impressive winners thus far in genetics. So uh, with eight races in the books, do you think the first, the fastest qualifier will already be settled? Or will the fastest qualifier come from the last two trials? I think genetics has a, a very good time, unless unless somebody puts up a freakish time in the daytime because it has been really hot lately. I think genetics uh, could put up the fastest because she's just so quick early. Mm -hmm. I, I could definitely see her her being the top time, and, and unless Jet Wings won, I mean, put up fifteen fifty nine. True. If you put up fifteen forty. Five, you're oh, probably yeah, going to be fastest qualifier. Yeah. yeah, so I could definitely see that one going, but 
Yeah, I, I think genetics has a really good chance, and uh, that's why I put uh, this filly on top here. Didn't even, you know, got bumped at the start, didn't even break on top, and still accelerated so quickly, and one going away. Uh, I think just you got to give her the nod here in the 10th. Owned and bred by Bobby Cox, uh, Oklahoma bred by Mr. Jess Perry out of all in jeans. Uh, Jaime Gomez tipped his hand there, went off as a favorite, and, uh, you know, Jaime Gomez is back on track to have a good two year old season with the stock he has this year. Oscar Andrade Jr. picks up the mount with uh, Ayala being out, so it's it's definitely a good barn for Oscar Andrade to get his, his feet into, and genetics looked impressive and looks like the horse to beat. Um, second, I'm going to go to Bobby McGee on the outside. Bobby Simmons, owned and trained, owned and bred, excuse me, trained by Paul Jones. Three workouts, 1340, 1270, 1220. Got better in each workout and comes into the race with, uh, with a good time of 1220 there. On April fourth, you got draw the outside post. Obviously, that could be good or bad. Good if you you don't you don't get troubled by bump by two horses from both sides. But uh, uh, you know it could be good that you're also getting a clean path to run. But you got to stay straight. You can't afford to drift out. So I'm gonna go four eight six here. Lorraine de Sur, who finished second on debut, could improve here under Carlos Huerta taking over here for trainer Salivera. So four eight six for me in the final trial of the night. Yeah, we got the same exacta. Uh, you know, Bobby McGee has three works. I usually get down on horses like that, but uh, the April 4th workout looked really well. Um, you know, it looked pretty good there and draws the outside. Uh, shouldn't encounter too much problems. And then I'm going to go for the five at a little bit of a price here uh, for John Cooper. Uh, broke out and drifted in the debut, and I, I think still uh, had a lot of run there left. And then in the March 28th drill, uh, Eddie didn't even ask this horse and uh, just went nice and easy there. So I, I just think they weren't tipping their hat at all there. It's a Corona Cartel out of a Mr. Jess Perry mare here, uh, bought for 28000 at the equine sale, drawn right next to Genetics. So we'll definitely have a target to run at. Uh, I think eight to one's a pretty good price on the five. So those are the trials, fastest 10 times advanced to the final of the Robert Adair Kindergarten Futurity Trials. Looking forward to it. It's always exciting when we have the two-year-olds uh, and for some reason this year, it felt like we got to the two-year-old season pretty quick. It did. Right? <laughs> it it felt, really it, did. It felt like we didn't really have that, that lull, that, like, like, that, that really like, period where we're like, all right, we can't wait to the two-year-old. This year, we kept busy. Yeah. Uh, we really, you know, we kind of made it to April pretty quick. Uh, it's hard to, I mean, are we really, really already four months into the year? Where did one, one-third of the year go by? Yeah, I mean, as long as, long as we've been just sitting at home, time sure has <laughs> passed by fairly quickly. But, yeah, I remember talking to George, uh, what was it, last week or maybe two weeks ago. He's like, he's like, man, the kindergarten trials are coming up. And yeah. I was like, what? It seems, I mean, it seems like uh, here everything's already upon us again. We're all starting all over. But, yeah, I'm just glad everything's kind of returning yes. and uh, everything's going well. Pools are good. Everybody seems to be uh, very happy on Los Sal. We've had a lot of new faces a lot yes. of new eyes come to our, our uh, television sets here so everything uh, is going good right now and, and it's not just to pick four pools i mean every every pool and individual races oh I mean, yeah the, the pools have been terrific uh we already got new i mean we just we had a record for an all-time handle and it got beat and then we had a record pick four of like 362 and we thought wow i don't think we can beat that and then that day, we're loading to the gate. We're already beating the record. We ended up going at 440-something. Yeah, that was, I couldn't believe I that. Mean, when, when they weren't even loading yet, and we'd already beaten yeah, it. I was yeah. like, holy cow, <laughs> what is this going to be? Yeah, so now I'm like, can we get to 500? 
why not? You right? know, as as long as we have the entrance. I mean, I didn't think we'd ever get to four. I didn't think we'd get to, get to three hundred. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it jumped to four hundred and forty. So really, you're just talking sixty thousand dollars more, really. So. I don't know. Maybe if everyone had had a everyone bet charlatan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and had a good day. Maybe we'll have a great yeah. day tonight. Uh, so far, I think the two Bafferts won the both divisions of the Arkansas Derby. I think charlatan and then Nadal won the second one. So Baffert having a day, that means the favorites won. That means yeah. churn money. Yep. That means hopefully the California players that supported those horses want to get reinvolved and invest some of those winnings back into the LaSalle pick four. Yeah, and like you were saying with um, the rest of the pools being good, the whips pools have been big. They've yeah. been uh, over 100000 on someone's like, that one night when we did the 400000 I think our total race for the uh, for the first race, I think our total handle was uh, just about as good as like our, you know, what was it, three weeks ago, our Friday night, yeah. the total handle. Yeah. I think we handled <laughs> the same amount in the first race. So uh, that was definitely shocking. Yeah, so uh, thank you for all the players that supporting the Los Amigos program. And, of course, thank you for all the horsemen and horsewomen that are taking care of these horses and entering them here at Los Alamitos. Yes. It was fun to get back in the groove of things. We haven't done this in a while. I kind of, we kind of, I kind of was, you know, making sure our equipment was good. I was like, how do we do this? I forgot <laughs> to do the podcast. Sometimes you got to shake off the rust. Exactly. We're still working on a, on a sponsor. We'll, we'll get that yeah. through. Luckily, we're, we are so professional and, you know, we're just so well-seasoned. We can just jump right back into it like it's nothing. It's like riding a bike with one <laughs> training wheel. Just one on one side to make sure we don't fall. Yeah. And then kind of the other side looks like you don't have training wheels. That's how we're operating. I'm glad you had the cleaning crew for the Los Ponies studios. Yes. It, it looks nice and tidy. Disinfected. Just like we left it. Disinfected. All good. <laughs> we're ready to go. We're working under strict protocols. And it's uh, it's definitely been uh, fun that we'll still be able to race here. Okay. We have, by the time you're listening to the podcast, hopefully it's posted by Saturday evening, we're going to have a contest on TVG The Quarters with a goodie bag, hat, merch, uh, swag, you know, shirts, uh, goodie bag from Los Alamitos Racecourse. The contest is name of the horse of the fastest qualifier in the time for the trials. Okay? God, I shouldn't even have said anything then earlier. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> put you on the spot. You, don't, you can't qualify because you okay. work with us. Yes. All right? Yes. But help help the, the, the listeners here. Give them an estimate. 300 yards. Give them a range. Where would you put the the mark as the as the at the fastest qualifier? I'm gonna say the fastest qualifier goes fifteen forty three to fifteen forty six. Okay, fifteen forty three, fifteen forty six. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's my my that's range. Because right. I believe Chaito and oh god, who's the Co- who's the Cooper runner? Um, uh, Chikatita's favorite. Chikatita's favorite. Yeah. I believe they last uh, last year. That was about their mark, so that's that's going to be uh, my my hint. Uh, hopefully, it's a helping hint, but that's going to be my guess. All right, so I'll, I'll I'll give my hint during the quarters early in the program, so people can listen to it. But you're going 1543 to 1546. Yeah. Uh, make sure to uh, I'll tweet out the the instructions of what where to email your your guests. But that's going to be a fun contest we're going to have on Sunday. Um, since you don't have a lock, you already know who, who I'm going to predict is probably going to be the fastest qualifier. Uh, actually, not, ne- not necessarily because he's the lock do I think she's going to be the fastest qualifier. I'm talking about Jet Blue Dash. I just think she's she's going to be a good uh, racehorse and probably could be a good odds. So, mm-hmm. um, But give me give me two horses that you think could be the, the fastest qualifiers. Actually, give me three so the viewers can have, the listeners can have 
some options. Give me three horses you think could be the possible fastest qualifiers. Okay, genetics, of course. Okay. She's just looked so professional so yep. far. Um, let me see. I don't think it's going to come out of the seventh. Okay. I think the sixth. I think Jet Wings won just having put up a 1559 yeah, still has room to improve. Yeah. But even though I have the 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 one horse guarded to cash third, if it, that horse doesn't mind the rail, I think it has the potential right. to be to set the fastest okay. qualifying there time because it has looked very very strong from the works. Yeah. I just put it third because of the rail, but if it handles that, you know, it's got Nicasio down yeah, there. Yeah, he, he's uh, won a race or two from yes, down there. Yep. I, I'll say that's my other horse. Okay, so three options for you. Guard of the Cash, Jet Wing Warrens, or um, Genetics there on the outside. And you're going with 1543 to 1546. Yes. All right, so that's a little bit of a help hint, hopefully, uh, from Curtis. I'll, I'll, I'll try to help the, the listening and viewers maybe through um, uh, through the TVG uh, broadcast. Because I think the last time we had this, this contest, it was uh, me and Professor G on the set. And I think some, you know, we obviously had some some eyes that were maybe first time quarter horse, and the times were very really all all off the range, right? Yeah. So it kind of gave them a range to kind of help them out and see if they can get close to it. So, uh, but that's that's a good start, fifteen forty three to through fifteen forty six. That's where you'll knock it out. I think there's plenty of talent in this two year old trials. Other than maybe the Jet Wing one, but not even Jet Wing ones because the one is going to be solid. I think maybe genetics could be the one of the lowest favorites in the entire card? I think so. And But at that, every other trial, you can build a case for three, four, five runners. Yeah, I, I agree when you said it earlier that there's not going to be a, a complete standout. No. Because we've seen sometimes Burgart make a, a big horse, four to five. Yes. You know, even money. Mm -hmm. And here, even genetics, who's who's one I think everybody uh, you know is going to single. Um, you got Bobby McGee on the outside who uh, looked really well finishing in that work, and, and Burgart laid him at 3-1. to one, So, And, and Lorena Del Sur you know, was finishing well, only lost by a nose in that race. So there's definitely a, a little bit of pressure in that race on genetics if, if she doesn't get out. So, But got bumped at the start, still looked good. But yeah, I don't see I don't see anybody going off uh, one to one to 9-2-5 to five, uh, come Sunday night. No, I think this is going to be a fun, fun weekend of trials. And pleasure to have you guys playing with us here at Los Alamitos. And uh, it's been fun. Fun to be back on the podcast. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.